Welcome to the Bell Ringers Teaching Podcast. All right, welcome back to episode two, season two. You are young, you're, you're survived almost your first yep. month of teaching. Right. I think in the first episode, um, some of my goals until this next episode was to kind of um, enjoy the experience with everything that comes along with it. And I think I've done that. I, I can't say I've been necessarily like super present and Zen in the moment and, and able to take a step back and like observe what I'm doing and like kind of just like gain enjoyment in that way. But in my reflections, like I, I have a running journal on a Google doc and I just spill all my thoughts and ideas um, about the week. And that's been helpful. I haven't looked back on it. I probably should because that's, that's the reflecting part, right? <laughs> it's not just putting all your thoughts down, but. Well, um, I think that's already a, a great step of just doing that in and of yeah. itself. And I don't think anybody expects a, a first year mostly first year teacher to be Zen at any point in the first <laughs> yeah. month of school. Mm-hmm. I don't know that any teacher is ever, I mean, maybe you get there one day that you're Zen all day long and taking a little bit of time to reflect at the end of the day and is, is a great step. Yeah. And we decided today, and we might've talked about this last season, but last season was like a year and a half ago anyway. So, um, you're thinking about gamification in your class gamification. Cause I feel like people say, Oh, I'm gamifying because I use like a Kahoot or quizzes in my class, or we play games in class and that that's not gamification. Um, so that is, you know, game-based learning your intro, you know, you're bringing games into the class, which is gamification is like turning the whole process into a game. Um, so does that make sense? Is that what you were yeah. thinking or you're in track with gamification right. and partly because you did experience it mm-hmm. maybe in my class as a junior, yeah. um, you know, took a unit and I made a storyline mm-hmm. to go with the unit. And, and then there were game based elements. So you, you all had avatars, you had, you know, I changed the language really a lot of it's just changing the language, right. Is like this, instead of a unit, this is a mission and, Uh you know, we're going on a quest or instead of a test, you're going to defeat the level boss. And, you know, so you're just kind of changing the vocabulary really to be more of a game-based vocabulary. So based off of like, so tell me a little bit about like what you remember again about that. And then why are you thinking it might be a good fit? So what I remember is you had us come up with an avatar, like a name, and we had to find a picture that represented us. And, um, that we had, like you said, all these different missions and all these um, different choices that we could do. Um, there was some extra credit type of things. Like if we finished our mission and we wanted to get more XP, I remember 
um, XP and like um, like the leaderboard being very big um, in my like motivations to get number one on the leaderboard and to always be leveling up or gaining a badge or something like that. Um, and so, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was like, um, I remember there was a worksheet, but that's, that was probably for extra credit. That was probably not um, like the main mission. I, you probably would never do worksheets ever. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I will tell you, you like yeah. I looked back at mm-hmm. my resource and um, I mean, the assignments I, I included as missions as part of this gamified unit were pretty like traditional and things mm-hmm. I had already used. Like I said, I just, um, number one, yeah, just changed kind of the name and framed it differently. Right. And I off there, you're right. I offered choice, mm-hmm. you know, do you want to do this mission or, or that, you know, you can, you have to get a certain amount of XP, but you can choose how you're going to get there. Right. Yep. Um, the other thing I did is I rated, um, each assignment like a three out of three stars. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you, you could get just two stars, but if you only got a one star, you had to redo it. Okay. Do you remember, do you remember that? Or if you, I mean, I don't know, you were, I, re- I remember thorough. like now that you explained it again, it, I remember the, like the choices and each having different values and you need to meet like a certain XP to pass the day or whatever. Um, and yeah, they were like in different difficulties. I don't know if that was the stars, but like you have to do like a, maybe more like a more higher level thinking one. And then also like there's a couple like um, one star level ones, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I'm uh, just making things <laughs> up. It's like, okay, like here's a, I, I'm just planning the entire unit right now. I was like, okay, level one is vocabulary stuff. And then three star is um, higher level thinking. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's all part of, of how. Okay. So that wasn't like what you did though. Um, no, I mean, it okay. was, like I said, it was pretty, I, 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 instead of like giving you a 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. I did three stars. Right. So that okay. was like my feedback. And then if you gotcha, and then it's mastery based too, cause that's how a, a video game kind of thing mm-hmm. goes too. Right. If you don't, if you don't get enough points, you don't move on. Right. So if you only got one star on your um, assignment, you had to do it again and okay. until, you know, you can move on. Um, but I, like I said, I really still kind of moved pretty traditionally. I was still just going through a chapter and it was kind of just textbook. Each yeah. mission was like covering a textbook section, essentially. Right. So that part of it was all fairly traditional. I just, you know, layered on a storyline and some XP, I guess. I mean, it was more than that. I mean, I, yeah. it's not like it was a piece of cake exactly. Um, but, you know, I certainly hoped that it would, it, it, it brought a lot of things that I wanted to do as far as like, number one, like a mastery base kind of thing, right? If you, if you don't get it, or if you did a poor job, you need to go back and revise and, um, big offering choice was something else. And then 
And then I think by bringing in that storyline and by having leaderboards and, and avatars and your avatar, you know, as you got to certain levels of XP, you would level up and you could move your actual avatar up. I think it was on the back, like closet (laughs) is where the avatars lived. Um, And so I feel like those were hopefully kind of motivating factors, right? Motivated getting into the storyline, getting into the badges, because the badges were just kind of layers on top, Um, you know, like, oh, did you help clean up in the classroom? I'm going to give you this. Or did you help somebody figure out a problem they were having on a computer? I'm going to give you this tech badge. So just looking for you know, good things students are doing and giving them rewards for that. Um, so, so all of that really, you know, and, and it's trying to build while it is, I mean, it is rewards, but it's trying to get to an intrinsic motivation. Like you want to do these things because you're invested in the game and like the social aspect of the class and and that leaderboard and, and getting badges. I mean, all those little things are more motivating than, and especially I'd say the game of school that already exists. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say um, this isn't too recent of an article, but it's um, from the cult of pedagogy blog from 2015 And Zaretta Hammond, who is a major leader in culturally responsive instruction, she talks about three tips to make any lesson more culturally responsive. And so her three tips, and I think they all these are gamify it, right? How games really do grab the brain's attention and get more active processing and attention going on, right? That you're engaged in that game format. Um, making it social, like I said, um, I think you also generally in gamification, and I don't remember if I was able to build this into the course or into that iteration of gamification, but you would have a guild too, right? So your guild would work together. And so I, yeah. And so I remember there were certain little, um, social aspects, like if everybody in your guild got a um, certain question on a quiz writer, a certain average, then everybody got like some bonus XP, you know? So just like building in that social aspect and, and, you know, having that leaderboard is more or less a progress tracker. Um, and, and I've been really into progress trackers because I've been following the modern classrooms project a lot lately And, and sometimes I'm worried about the progress tracker, you know, I don't want kids to feel bad or shamed that they're behind, but I think when you build it into something, um, like gamification, it's, it's meant to kind of make things social right here. I am, I might not be up where this student is, but I am here. And there's these other people that are also in that same range of XP or at that same level. And so that helps, you know, me know, okay, here's who I can kind of collaborate with. Who's here's somebody I can ask a question to that's like gone beyond. And then also kind of a sense of, I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be the only one in this level. So I want to, you know, perhaps do that assignment that I might not have wanted to do anyway, just because I want to keep advancing 
in these levels and, and keep being on a level, you know, with somebody else. And so I think it makes it social. And then the third tip she gives is to storify it. And, um, you know, and like I said, true gamification isn't just, you know, going and playing a Kahoot game. It, it does involve a storyline that you kind of create or make up. And so all three of those things that she mentioned, I think all fit into gamification. Why I did it, I guess uh, the things I liked about it, like I said, were, you know, you don't want to be stagnant. I think if you're not trying to keep growing and doing and trying new things, it gets pretty boring (laughs) as a teacher, you know, and, and I continued on with it. You know, that was that, uh, unit I did with your class. I continued to grow from there in other classes to where I like the next year, I tried to do a whole semester of us history in this gamified Uh, format. Um, uh, It was good. I mean, I think, um, as far as motivation and keeping the game interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, doing it in one unit. And I remember some people in your class, you know, said, oh, well, it was a little overwhelming, you know, just yeah. in one unit. So like it was a lot rolled into one thing. Right. Um, so in some ways, you know, doing it over a semester kind of helps, you know, slow it down. It's mm-hmm. not too uh, intense, but at the same time, you know, it's harder maybe to keep the interest level and motivation um, in the game for that right. amount of time. So still trying to find the sweet spot of time, I guess, or, or how you can switch up the game, um, Mm -hmm. the storyline or like bring in a twist, right. Cause that's, that's what games do too. Just think about video games and I don't even really play video games. I mean, I did play some candy crush in my day, right. No, I think I, I think I needed that refresher and as well as like the motivations, because when I first, um, like when I first sent you the email, um, I was thinking about um, how to motivate particular students who, you know, maybe like in high school are the type of students who are going to get lost in the game of school and just are um, finding that like ever since like elementary or middle school, I just wasn't good at school. Like I didn't have the confidence to um, kind of maybe not like put in the effort, but just um, seeing the value of that and so um as well as some of the the skills that I wanted like all my students to have like maybe they're a bit lower on and need more practice at that and so I was just thinking about a way to kind of mix it up and kind of approach learning from a different angle um and of course like that was a long time ago and so I couldn't really remember um all of the details of gamification, I, I, I knew that there was some aspect of choice. And so that I remember that. And I was just thinking it was funny as I was trying to explain um, what I remembered from gamification, I was kind of putting in my teacher brain on and said like, well, of course, like, this is how you would do it. Right. <laughs> like, I just like, you know, thought it was a, um, a good moment for me to be like, wow, like I'm really thinking like a teacher and thinking like, oh, if this is how I'm going to do it, like this is what I would do. And of course that's how it was, but it wasn't, but that's okay too. Um, right. um, I think like the using the textbooks and things like that offer a really good framework to work off of. 
um, feels like the students have that textbook anyway. And so they, if they flip to whatever chapter or unit we're on, they can see, I guess, the, the section headings and that can kind of work as the, like this week's um, theme or more focused theme in the entire aspect of a gamification of this unit, but. So you're finding, you know, we're, you and I, perhaps, mm-hmm. and it, it, obviously we both became teachers, right? So right. we we probably enjoyed school to some extent and found, um, you know, played the game of school well. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, and I think it's a good mark of a teacher to not be satisfied that school in many ways, you know, operates the same way it did, uh, you know. <laughs> when we yeah. were in school, right? You're mm-hmm. in the same school you went to and you're like, oh, right. wow, they're still doing that perhaps, you know? And, or, and I guess inevitably you find that there are students that don't fit that. And you think, hmm, what, how do I help meet them where they're at? And, and I hope to think that. And I know when I was early in my career, there were times when I didn't think enough that way. I thought more, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? Right. Like what's your, why are you full of these excuses? Um, and so that's certainly, um, something that, you know, I'm not proud of, or, you know, that I, I wouldn't, I would encourage you to as hard as it is, look at, at what you're doing as well. And, and try to figure out where, you know, where you can give them grace, where you can meet them and have some perspective on, on, on that. But, um, I guess, what are your, are, what are your noticings out there, um, about, you know, students that aren't like the students that you were? I think, um, boil it down to like an oversimplified um, soundbite is just uh, like lack of reading and writing skills or like processing. Because um, like we're doing like cyber sandwiches and I, I won't explain it. You guys can. Well, okay. But, <laughs> A quick cyber sandwich. Okay. Right? You read the same thing. <laughs> yep. You take notes, or it can be different things. You take notes, mm-hmm. and this is a short amount of time, right? Like right, uh, annotate, and then right, come read together. and annotate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to each other, and the talking to each other is key. That's I think what makes it yeah like fun for them because they get to talk about what did you find interesting, and then then they write their own summary. Right, and it should be quick and fast paced, but you know, and that is something I love, love, love edgy protocols, but that is something there are, there certainly are students that their processing mm-hmm. is not, not that fast. And so when you give that 10 minutes, you know, maybe well, I'm, I mean, perhaps you've experienced that 10 minutes and you are nowhere near done. And I think, okay, like thinking about that, like, and you're exactly right. Like, we want it to be fast and um but it's just so hard because they're 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 learning it they're learning how to do it and maybe um i'm turning to gamification too quick like we can talk about it now but because i was thinking um we have thursday and friday off for um personal or professional development and so i was thinking okay like i'm gonna get some system in place and starting on 
Monday. That's October 4. That's the first、um, October school day. And October is a long month. <laughs> like, there's no breaks in between there. So I was like, gonna just, okay, like this, this gamification thing would carry me through、um, November. And it's just two weeks until Thanksgiving. That's what I was thinking. But now that, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like maybe I need to just be better at、um, giving direction for Edge Protocols, giving like a, a refresher and just saying, like, hey, like this, this is what it should look like. Maybe some more modeling of,、um, yeah, like at this point, when you're talking with each other, you should be talking about this type of things. Um, yeah, well, okay. Whew, something to unpack there. Number one, we want the edge protocols you know, to be rapid, to be quick.、Um, but I do think, and I've learned this from the elementary folks, you can do a whole lot of scaffolding and a whole lot of modeling for a、mm-hmm. while first. Okay. And,、yeah. and it's okay, especially. Earlier on, as they're getting the hang of it, to you know, instead of 10 minutes, have it be 15 minutes. Like, there's no shame in that, and there's no shame in modeling it a little bit more whole class、mm-hmm. um, before you know you let them go. So, so I don't think, especially in just the first month, <laughs> I don't think they have to be independent、mm-hmm. and nailing it. And in the in the time frame, right?、Um, you know, certainly in your head, you know, you want to get them there. And also thinking about kids, <laughs> thinking about the game of school and how school hasn't changed, but like students and adults, my own attention span and ability to read and focus. I mean, it's dwindling because, you know, I'm on my phone too much and I like TikTok too much. And like、yeah. these things are all. Quick and fast, and I don't have to pay much attention to them. And so,、um, you know, that's the part of the beautiful thing with Edu protocols is that they can fit in that shortened time span.、Um, but again, they don't have to be there yet. They don't have to be there yet, I think.、Um, and yeah, I, we- I, I think、um, I'm already wanting to be a third year teacher、yeah. and just like in the groove. And I think I've tried to go too quickly, and my, my students are not. They're not, it's, it's barely October. Right. It's not even October. It's、so. not even October. It's not October. <laughs> so, so I, I would concur. You know, I did when、mm-hmm. you were like, oh, gamification, you sent that email. I'm like, all right, that's good.、Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could give yourself till like January,、yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> or even, you know, a couple of years next year, you know, like, okay. Or, or even, you know, You, you should start small. Like I said, even when I, when I did it, I just started with one unit,、mm-hmm. one class.、Um, you could just, yeah, I mean, one unit, one week, one lesson, you know, so know that you can start small. Don't, don't you know, so, but yes, I would concur that maybe,、um, you know, especially you talk, maybe you'll have a new student, you know, just, just, yeah, it's not even October yet. That's a good point. It's not even October. That there's value in, in figuring out, okay, what in your reflections and in your talking it through, okay, well, while I, these students might be struggling, maybe gamification isn't the answer just yet.、Okay. Um, and, and taking a step back at, okay, maybe my expectations at this point. And I, I, 
when I first started teaching, you know, I did student teaching in seventh grade and then moved to high school. And so I had, in some ways, my expectations were too low and I came in and I was like giving them things that I thought were kind of fun and engaging for middle schoolers, but they were not having it. And so, yeah, I also had to take at least a month and realize, okay, yeah, this isn't what they're into. I'm not, I'm not aligning there. So what can I, what can I change? So looking at your own students, how it would play out, what you'd need to be successful. The gamification I did was very much content-based, based on a unit. But I think maybe a smaller step, <laughs> smaller step is, um, you know, more of a behavior-based kind of gamification and, you know, like, oh, you've got, um, these, these guilds, I had guilds, yeah. but you know, you can, and, and they're working to, okay, oh, we're earning points together. We're supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's good behavior for a speaker or, or helping, helping each other clean up or helping with tech, you know, and just like I said, kind of noticing those positive behaviors in students and, and giving them kind of recognition for that instead of mm-hmm. like, you need to be quiet, you know, I'm going to call your mom, right. <laughs> you know, maybe not necessarily that, but um, so that's a way of like building a, a good culture and rewarding the behaviors that you, you want to see and perhaps building like more cohesion in your class by having those guilds and, and having a more collectivist mindset, right? Like, Oh, you guys are earning or you're getting this badge. And and so that might be an entry point of, of gamification. I think, especially since it's still the beginning of the year, like doing that, like community building, social things, I think, I think, um, this gamification thing is not lost and I can still make use of this, our talk and our podcast um, more sooner than later, because I feel like in our, um, or in my unpacking, I feel like I kind of just threw a wrench in um, our podcast episode. So it's the title should be gamification and upon further reflection. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and hey, we still have the episode from season one people could go back to if they wanted more info on, you know, I think we discussed a little bit more about how it worked. And I do have some resources that I can put in the show notes for people. Um, (laughs) It's a little entry point. But yes, no, you have not derailed because I think, um, you know, just having an opportunity to talk through, okay, maybe this would be a good idea. Oh, maybe that's not exactly what I'm going for. That's all right. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Welcome to teaching, right? You yeah. think it's one thing, but uh, I don't know, maybe not. Well, awesome. I hope that it was still helpful for listeners, you know, and if we have other new newer teachers out there that are listening, you know, tuck gamification away for you know, year yeah. two Take or January or whatever. Um, it's, it's great. It's great. And, um, but, you know, try to get a handle on a few other things first, <laughs> maybe your, you know, your curriculum and, and other things before you dive in to gamification, although it's there for you when you're ready. 
and I'll probably lots- listen to this episode during Christmas break <laughs> and see see where I'm at. But yeah, you're right. Like uh, I'll talk this away until I get bored and need something. <laughs> yeah, because there there will uh, October is certainly not the only long month of the year. <laughs> there will be others. Okay. <laughs> so you know, try yeah, try May. Try May. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're really trying to get them to like keep engaged with mm-hmm. what's going on may and june might not be a bad spot either keep that in mind yes right all right well thank you all for listening and tune in to you know who knows what the next episode yeah. might be because we think we have one idea and then we have another all right thanks for listening